What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome to One Fan to Interview the Band, a production of iHeartRadio. We're Old Dominion. We just released a new album, and while on tour in the U.S., we decided to ask one fan to come hang backstage and ask us questions. You're in for an inside look into our new album, Life on the Road, Journey as a Band, and much more. Welcome to the crew. This week, we're in Tampa, Florida. Looking for a smooth sailor, feeling the breeze on my back. Get my blues fanning, my weather and my wheels on track. Hey, I'm Trevor from Old Dominion, and in this episode, we'll be talking about the journey each of us took to becoming a band. You'll get to hear stories that people might not know. What made us who we are as a band today? Before I was in Old Dominion, I worked at Best Buy. I sold TVs and home theater systems for about nine years. And uh, it was interesting because I had that job through a, a few publishing deals. Actually, my first number one song that I ever wrote used to play on the loop there. And I used to watch a song that I had written play on the loop every day while I um, welcomed people to Best Buy. I first realized I wanted to join the band back when Matthew and I used to write a lot of songs together and uh, these guys were playing a lot together and I started kind of jumping up every once in a while just to sing harmonies. And uh, that happened more and more. The more songs we wrote together that they worked into the set, the more I jumped up until at one point I think I just said to Matthew, I think I might just want to be in the band. And he was like, yeah, just come on and show up and be in the band. And uh, here about 10 years later, I'm still in the band. You're live. You should, oh, it's pretty much what the Haunted Woods look like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hi guys. My name's Heather. So grateful to be here, a part of this whole interview. A lot of fans definitely want to know a lot about you, as do I. So how'd you guys all meet? Four of you for Virginia guys and the rest kind of fell into place. So where'd, where'd it go yeah. from there? Well, Witt and I grew up in the same area. So we went to middle school together. And then he went to college at James Madison University and met Brad and Jeff. 
and uh, they were playing in bands and stuff together. And then eventually we all sort of moved to Nashville, which is where we met Trevor. There we go. So um, you and you guys knew each other. You did the drum line, which is kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was in drum line in my high school, and and he was at the uh, competing competing high school rival high school different division there was really. no competition really yeah, no competition. <laughs> that's cool so do you ever get behind the drums now just for fun or no even when you tour I, no? no i suck there's no urge now you just <laughs> to get when, out there when we when no. we switched instruments for that sound check what did you end up playing? i did play the drums you were playing drums yeah i did yeah, yeah and it, and i sucked yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what were some of the initial i guess goals as a band when you guys got together i know you guys are strong writers but where does it go from there just being writers where were you looking to go yeah, I mean, we didn't really have any initial goals as a band. We were just playing sort of to showcase the songs and have fun and make an extra 50 bucks here and there. <laughs> so it really kind of started to happen without us having that goal. We were playing a lot, and people around town, you know, started telling us that we had a sound. And then as songwriters, we started to have a couple hits. And then we went, well, you know, like, we can make a little money, and we got a booking agent. So it all just kind of started to happen. We didn't really have goals as a band and realize we had a chance to try to go after it until it was already sort of underway. So then when you guys are writing a song, how do you say, you know what, this isn't for the other artists. This is this is our song. This is an old Dominion song. We, we need this to sing and produce and write. That's still not an exact science. Um, we just, you know, when we write, we try to write the best song that we can. And then, you know, when it's time to make the album, now we, we sort of put together a list of songs. This time on this album... Uh, a lot of times, you know, we had a few songs we were going to record, but then we'd come in in the studio and talk about it right there and just kind of throw out different songs and, and uh, listen to them and, and try to agree on them there. So I, th I think every once in a while we'll write one that we feel pretty strongly about and we might have a good feeling it's going to be an Old Dominion song right away. But other than that, we, we write all the time. So we just kind of accumulate songs as we go. And when it comes time to make the album, we take a look at what we have and decide. There you go. I mean, you guys, you're doing a hell of a job so far, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. Um, so, like, you guys aren't your traditional country music artists. You guys are a little more broad, which, I, personally, I love that when you guys blend genres. What do you feel about that? What you I think it's funny. When you, we were talking earlier, before we started doing this, and you were talking about your husband not liking country music, and you said, it's not that kind of country. I feel like that should be our bio. It's not that kind of it's country. It's not that kind of country. <laughs> That'd be a great song. Yeah, yeah. We're not that kind of country. I like it. It, it could work. This mean, I'll credit Heather on the end. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I ask. <laughs> I, don't, I forgot the question now at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, we just really try to make music that we like. Yeah. And then it gets classified, however. Definitely. I mean, opening the doors to get more listeners and anybody to join along. Like I said, my husband is not a country fan, but yeah. when you guys do like festivals like Tortuga and you guys team up with somebody that might help, you know, open the door, that's. Yeah. Best thing about music. Awesome. Opening the ears and the doors. I love it. So before Old Dominion, what were you guys possibly going to be called? <laughs> Any ideas? Mm. Man, that's always the hardest thing to pick a band name. We we tried really hard to find something that was Virginia related since a lot of us have ties to Virginia. And pretty much everything was taken. You know, we definitely um, scoured the internet for, for things that weren't already taken. Old Dominion was the only thing that we could find. Occasionally, we would make up some names. We did a we did a show as Fried Eagle once. Fried Eagle. Mm -hmm. Fried Eagle. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Next question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever tasted Fried Bald Eagle? Fried Bald Eagle. Yeah. 
I'm American, so no, no yeah. I have not. Yeah, yeah, really, I know. <laughs> it tastes like chicken, really. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. a bed of couscous. And you, <laughs> you got to stop, man. <laughs> um, so you guys obviously don't have much time anymore to do anything other than this, but you know, what was the last concert you guys got to do besides... Besides, we we were talking before this. We went to John Mayer, yes, uh, in, in Amsterdam, Amsterdam which was amazing. Um, before that, I saw the Eagles at the Grand Ole Opry House. Oh yeah, I saw. Yeah, it was just super cool. What about when you guys were younger? Like, what was like a concert when you saw that you're like, man, you know what? I, I want to do this. That, that guy on stage, that girl on stage. I'm. I need to be part of this music life because of this band and the for experience. For me, for me, it was my first concert, which was Huey Lewis and the News. Oh wow! And when I saw that, that's when I was like, "Yeah, that's what I want to do." And he was an, he was an amazing amazing artist as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I saw um, Guns N' Roses, Faith No More, Metallica in Detroit. It's awesome. That was like my first real concert. My first concert was uh, a band called Primus. Nice back in the nineties. Yeah, that was fun. But I, as far as like seeing music live and wanting to do this, it was I remember more like local bands growing up high school and even into college. Those are the ones that kind of got me excited about playing. You guys ever go to Warp Tour or anything fun like that? Were you guys Warp Tour guys? I used to be in a band that called Army of Me that played uh, like select shows on Warp Tour. We never did the whole thing or anything like that. But yeah, we, I've been there. Did you snack bar stage at the Warp Tour? <laughs> it was probably <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Actually, I remember seeing a buddy of mine and I went to high school with him, and he went to a college party at Michigan State, and he was playing in a band in this little house, and he had his shirt off, and he had his tie <laughs> tied around his head like a headband, and everybody was sweating, and they were jamming, and I was like, oh, man, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And that's actually probably more than anything else made me want to being a tie around the head, huh? It was, yeah, it was the pure raw energy. <laughs> everybody drunk, jumping around, nice. college frat house. It was awesome. Yeah, punk rock, it goes a long way. Yeah. So um, you guys collaborate a little with other people. Is there anybody maybe outside the the country genre to escape just from being country that you guys maybe would want to... We were talking about Lizzo the other day. That would Ooh, be super uh, cool, yeah. right? What about, like, um, how do you guys feel about maybe, like, I know the Foo Fighters, I know Dave yeah. Grohl just gave you that awesome sh throne. Yeah, we would absolutely love to play with the Foo Fighters. I would love if you played with the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. Would, <laughs> I think we all would. Yeah. And John Mayer, of course. I mean, yeah. like, he's amazing, so... Do you guys ever think about, like, the Dirty Heads and, like, maybe going a little more off the beaten path? Is that something... Well, I mean... Are you familiar with them? No. Oh, Is wow. that, like, a jam band type of thing? Um, they're kind of, like, a hippie-ish, yeah. beachy kind of vibey. Appropriately named, then. Yeah. The Dirty Heads? The Dirty Heads. I know, I think you guys, I, I don't know, it'd just be fun. Sometimes they sing a little and, I don't know. Let's check them out. Please, open, open the doors to more yeah. people following everybody. That's the best yeah. part about music, right? This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. 
you know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Now you're covered in uh, some interesting tattoos, I see. Yeah, I'm the only one in the band with tattoos. Well, I, noticed, I just noticed that. I was looking around, and you are the only one. So we have the carrots. What are what are these carrots on this uh, The bicep? carrots. Uh, most of my tattoos are about my kids. But, okay. Um, um, this one is from a children's book that I read to my children when they were very small about a little boy who plants a carrot seed, and then everybody tells him that he will get nothing from it, but he stays after it, and he's persistent, and in the end gets his big carrot. So... We got first number one song. I got my carrots. There we go. And that was another question I was getting ready to ask. What was one of the first things you guys did once you got that big rock star paycheck? What was <laughs> what was some the cool thing that you said, I'm gonna do this as soon as I make it? What was like you know, did you buy peacocks and tigers on yeah. yeah. your You've you been to my do? house. <laughs> um, coolest thing I did was pay off the credit cards I had lived off of up until that point. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good feeling when you're like, Oh, the debt is gone. <laughs> I remember the first thing is super lame. The first thing that I did when I had like a good paycheck was uh, I got a new bicycle. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I was like, I can afford whatever bicycle I want. <laughs> so I remember, I mean, when I bought the Jeep, it was pretty, uh, was pretty exciting. And then it felt, it felt a little ridiculous to ship it to LA to film a video to the, the make it sweet video. That's oh, my, okay. that's my Jeep. And I just wanted to drive it in California. So, <laughs> and how was that with the traffic? I shipped and... it. It was awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, it must have been ridiculous. It felt a little um, extra. Well, here you go. You're rock star now, yeah. man. It's got to be extra. Yeah. If you're not extra, you're not except, doing it, right? Except the guy we found to drive it out there. We only had to pay him like 300 bucks or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds a little sketchy, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somewhat extra. Someone extra. Well, what are you guys going to plan on doing now, though, with the family life? Do you guys actually have your family coming on the tour at all, or do you guys leave kids and family at home, or do they get to see the world with you? They see it sometimes. It just depends. I mean, they have lives, too. They have, they're have they busy with the things that they do, but you try to peg a good show or two that they can come out to. Um, they came to Lake Tahoe last year, which was fun. We had a couple of days there. and Yeah, you just try to try to pick a cool city, and it's got to line up with everyone's schedule. So when you guys go on tour now, obviously, since you guys are headlining this tour, which is fantastic to see you guys making up the chain of rock stars. Mm -hmm. um, Scotty McCree is with you now. Yeah. Do you guys like pep talk each other when the other bandmates or you just kind of like, hey, man, we'll see a good set and kind of short and sweet kind of thing? 
Uh, it just depends on who it is. You know, sometimes, I mean, we've definitely toured with people as an opener that have never really spoken to us, you know, but we've definitely had friends on tour too. And with Scotty, this is our, tonight's our first show with him on this tour. So we're looking forward to it. We know him a little bit. You know, he's recorded one of our songs. We we actually opened for him like way back in the day, some. Um, so it's going to be super cool to have him on tour with us. And Ryan Hurd is a, is a good buddy of ours too. So I imagine that this is going to be like a super cool hang. Before music, what was the most obscure job you guys had when it's anybody Starbucks or Burger Flippers? Obscure? Obscure job? I you think I probably, the, I take, got, the cake. take the cake. Yeah, yeah. When I moved to Nashville, I was uh, working for a temp agency. And uh, for two or three weeks, I was a replacement for a robot. <laughs> they were they were designing they were designing an assembly line that made like some sort of medical device. And you could only, you could only do one robot at a time, like fix one. But you had to make the assembly line work. So I was the fourth robot. And so I would finish the product like at about this speed, like one, two, boom, 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 like over and over and over. Yeah, for real. I put, the, I put the lid on the, on the device over <laughs> and over for like for eight hours a day. But here's the terrible part. So they're making this thing, but you can't like make this product and then, and then send it out. So it's just test ones. So right after me was another guy that took the whole thing apart right in front of me <laughs> and put it back on the assembly line so it could come back around and I could make it. I get absolutely nothing done. It was like a metaphor for my life for three weeks. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Did you feel a little like Laverne and Shirley like going in there? Did you go in there with you the You know, I wish that Shemago. I could like kind of like muster that energy in the yeah. moment. Did they cry every day? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> People replacing these robots, it's a big problem these yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scale of one to ten, how funny was that joke? I'll give it a seven. Okay, thank you. It was pretty good. What do you want to do when you're done? I mean, obviously you want to have families, you want to have lives. Once the tour is done, the bands are done, where do you what do you guys want to do? You wanna Carib you know, Caribbean Island, you wanna go hide in the mountains, mm. you wanna Both of those sound lovely. Yeah, What's they do. <laughs> I wanna go to space one day. Yeah, I think that <laughs> Sounds like I'm joking, but it's apparently I think, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I think that by the uh, time we we're ready to hang it up, I think uh, there will be. You could pay for a trip to space. I want to try it. Buy a pod and just float around and and no, around. preferably uh, with somebody who has made a professional device that gets <laughs> me there. But yeah, I want to I want to see what it's like. My goal has always been uh, Christmas tree farm. Really? Yeah. To just I don't really have a big plan for making money on it. I just want lots of Christmas trees and then like all my friends can come get their Christmas trees and then, uh, you know, just hang out. And Is there going to be any, uh, apple cider donuts there? Yeah, for sure. Apple there's going to be, there's going to be apple cider, hot chocolate. I'll be there. You know how they like, you know how they do the like, um, pumpkin patches where mm -hmm. there's like, I want to do a Christmas one. Like your voice trailed off. Yeah, that's called a Christmas, dreaming, buddy. Christmas tree patch. <laughs> Christmas tree patch. Yeah, yeah. Brad wants to be on the senior golf tour, right? Yes, that that's going to be my main goal. Mm -hmm. You golf now, or we? I mean, I do, but I'm nowhere close to oh. even being close to the, <laughs> that. But uh, <laughs> nowhere close to even being close. <laughs> but I'm going to get there. Um, I think we briefly touched on that about asking about how you guys met. But what did you guys all think when you guys all met each other? Was it like an instant click or did oh. you guys? I thought Wit was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what about now? Still do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the first time I met any of you. 
be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, believe that too. All right, the only one I, I remember meeting Matthew because we met on stage. Yeah, we had heard about each other oh, through yeah. different publishing circles in in Nashville. People told us we should write together and whatnot. So we got set up in a writers' round one night, and uh, that's the first time we met. We heard each other play songs and started hanging out, became friends. So my first impression was, oh, cool songs, oh. awesome dude. I also remember when I when I remet Jeff because uh, yeah <laughs> I had known Jeff because he was in a band with Wit and I used to play shows with him in Virginia and stuff but then I moved to Nashville and I was down here for a while and then uh this was back in the uh MySpace days I got a message on MySpace from <laughs> from this dude and the profile picture was of a bare belly with a really crappy um, fake tattoo <laughs> yeah. job, yeah, yeah, that said the Jeff, but it looked like look like you know the Thug Life tattoo. Like, yeah. It looked like yeah. that, but it said the Jeff. So it was this pasty white, <laughs> like, soft belly that said the Jeff across it. That was the profile picture, and it was like, "Hey man, I'm coming to Nashville. Want to get a beer?" And I was like, no. "Who is this person?" <laughs> uh. You said, yeah, you, but you answered, did, yeah. so thank goodness. Well, yeah. Solid fake tattoo. So. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We should have a T-shirt. Each one of us should have our own merch, mm. and yours should be a T-shirt with that tattoo oh, on the belly please, of the shirt. that would be shirt. fantastic. And you know girls nice. would be wearing it left and right. Or how they have that zipper fanny pack now. Oh, like the guy looks guy, like that. Yeah. That would probably oh, be yeah. perfect yeah. for that. You can put OD on the back of it. <laughs> All right. The, the Jeff thing. That'd be funny. I'm into it. Yeah, I, I'm, I can remember the first time, uh, I don't know if it was the first, uh, first impression with Matthew. He, when he would open for Wit and I's band, we would all sit and watch him play because he would do solo acoustic and we'd be like, wouldn't it be cool to be in a band with that guy? Mm-hmm. And uh, what, it'd take like 15 years? years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 years and one awesome fake tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great combo there. Who was like somebody, if you got the opportunity, even if they've been deceased, who would you have like done anything to write for or perform with? Who was something as a kid you'd always said once you did music, who would it be? Um, I would say maybe Bruce Springsteen, although I wouldn't want to taint what he does with what I would bring to the table. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, just to see play, I would have always loved to have seen uh, Elvis sing. Yeah, I would have loved to see the Beatles. And I, you know, would still love to work with Paul McCartney, which seems like an impossibility, but you never know. Rereaded it and Kanye did it, so I'm sure you guys yeah. wiggle your so way why in there somewhere. I, yeah, right? why can't you guys? Uh, I, I don't think to write a song with maybe James Taylor, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, he's brilliant. He's definitely overcome a lot, so he's probably have a, yeah, some good insight to maybe tip for tap for. <laughs> Do you have any drumming inspirations? Or is there anybody out there that was the nobody? <laughs> you just went and banged on that drum all day, and now you're doing it for work. Yeah, I'm very lucky, extremely lucky. Any chance we can see you rotating and spinning in fire uh, or something? Yes, like? we, we have that in the works. Actually, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know it, but we've designed the whole thing. Like, why does my uh, why does my drum kit have a seatbelt now? I don't understand. Yeah, he's like, well, whatever. Seatbelt. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> mid show, just takes off. He used to. Awesome. Uh, well, back when we played this little club, he I bought a uh, 
I bought a little fog machine. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to have control of it. I don't know why we gave him control of the fog machine, <laughs> but it was this teeny little crappy fog machine and it was like right behind me and he had the switch. And so every chance he got, he would just blast me with this fog <laughs> and I would disappear behind this curtain of fog. You know, the best part of that, though, was to look back and see the smile <laughs> on Witt's face whenever he got to switch that thing on. It was on. so loud. The, sta- the stage was so small and it was so loud it would come through the mics like you would just hear this pssss. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? Where is That's at my house. Did it die? Mini the mini fog, fog is dead. Yeah, um, but I still have it because I can't bring myself to throw it away. In the Trevor Rosen Museum. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. When it's finished, I'll let you know. The museum. Yeah, I'm working on a Trevor Rosen Museum. And what is this uh, contain currently? What's... It's going to contain you know a whole bunch of stuff about me and my career and uh, probably our career too. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not really doing that, but uh, someday oh, I might. <laughs> Someday I might <laughs> not really, really doing do it. that, but someday <laughs> I might really do it someday. Really? Put all our random stuff. My wife won't let me throw away any clothes that I've worn in any video or album cover or anything. She's like, no. I got to say, I hold on to that stuff too, though. Yeah. Because I'm just like, eh, that might be. I do agree. Like when she says that. Sell it later on down the yeah. line. <laughs> like, that's, it could be like a Hall of Fame thing. Like when you yeah. go through the Hall of Fame and you see people's clothes, there's something cool about it. Yeah. That is I've true. still never been to the Rock and Roll Hall. Of, that's on the list of things I've never take been. My kids I've to. never been to the Rock and Roll yeah, Hall. Yeah, me neither. But been to the Country Music Hall. Of Fame. Well, we'll wrap up with one more question, just to know. So obviously, the songwriting's big for all the younger guys and girls out there that are looking to write and looking to do music. What is something you would say to them to start to do to encourage? What would be the best thing for an upcoming songwriter? Just to keep writing. Just write, 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 write. You're going to write lots of bad songs, and eventually, you'll get better. It's like a muscle. You have to train it and work on it, and it gets better and better the more you do it. And don't be afraid to be unique. Don't try to be what you think you're supposed to be or try to chase what's on the radio. Just do do you. Just just do what you think is cool and stay true to what you do. Make music that you like. That's it. All right, well, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm very grateful to be here, yeah. and I'll definitely keep listening, and I'm sure everybody out there will too. Yeah, thank All right, you. thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us on this stop of the tour. One fan to interview the band is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I feel like a beat up back road, all full of potholes. Man, I'm on a hell of a ride. Doing my best and I can't get arrested. I can't get time on my side. Down on my luck and I'm down on my knees and I'm down on my last dirty dime. Red sky morning, it keeps on pouring just like the tears in my eyes. Looking for smooth. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.